Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back, because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 155, Pursuit of Success, Part 2. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Tuesday and welcome to episode 155, Pursuit of Success, Part 2. Here in this episode, we will be picking it up from Friday and talking more about pursuing success and what that journey looks like, what it can be like, what you can expect, and who you need to be, what you may need to embody along the way. If you are new to this podcast, what's going on? Salutations. Thank you, thank you kindly for being here. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. I hope you get something out of the show. And again, thank you kindly for being here. Be coming back for another episode. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's going on? I hope you're in a good mood. I hope great things are happening for you. I hope you're enjoying August, the warm weather. And I hope you are just really just digging who you be at this present moment. You just be digging who you be and grateful for all that you have. Grateful, hopefully, that you're grateful for all that you are and all that you are not. Moving on. In the first segment, we're going to be talking about using your gifts. In the second segment, we're going to talk about having the capacity. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about privileged circumstances. You know, with all my episodes, it is my goal and intention to hopefully use this platform to help somebody to bring about an understanding to hopefully tear up, tear down a limiting belief to hopefully help you question things that are just no longer serving you to help push you closer to yourself in the relationship that you have with yourself one way or another listening to these episodes enough i hope that i'm able to make some sort of difference in your life hopefully so without further ado let us jump into this episode in three two And one. Let's go. Henry David Thoreau said, Success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Something that I've been very grateful to learn and understand over the years, especially in recent years, are that is that some of the most successful people are successful because they aren't necessarily seeking success. They found a use for their skills, their gifts, their natural talents. 
They've found a way to affect the world, to infect the world, to change the world, to grow the world, to expand the world, to free the world, to release the world. They've found a way that is their own, that is personal, unique, and authentic to their uh, their existence, authentic to their expression, and they've found a way to personally contribute to the world. I feel like everybody has a talent, everybody has a skill. You know, I just don't believe in no one, no one having a talent or a skill or something they're good at. You probably haven't found it yet. You probably don't realize it's a skill. You've probably discounted it. You might maybe let other people discount it to you, but we all have something. Most of us, you know, I would say 95 or so percent of us have multiple things, but we're only told that most times you only get one thing. So we've minimized the other things that we're good at, but one thing is good enough, especially if it's something that makes you happy, something that is you and all you, that is all yours. Pursuing success is learning how to use your own innate skills, your own innate gifts to improve the world, to make the world better. And it's not doing it because you want to be successful. I mean, that's fine. That's That could be an intention. That can be a part of it. But I've learned that the harder you pursue success, the more it evades you, the more it runs from you. Success comes to you when you're out here being consistent, when you're out here developing your talents, developing your craft, and going after what matters to you. If you are a songwriter, explore the different, the many different avenues there are to writing a song. You know, practice using your life experiences when you're up, when you're down, you know, when you're pissed off. Use everything. Find a way to make a song out of it. Find a way to make a song that really speaks to how you feel, but a song that can also coincidentally heal somebody else or relate to somebody else. And, you know, use your emotion as a portal to connect with other people. You know, maybe you're someone that's a life coach or some type of coach that way, and you are so passionate about inspiring and motivating other people. You know, listen to what it is that they, you know, what they want to do, learning where they come from, and learning how to piece their pieces together into something, into wholeness, into something that is powerful, into something that is inspirational, something that is formidable, and something that is all of them, and then handing it back to them and letting them know you matter, you're powerful. Go out into the world and show that. Show other people like you. You know, whatever reason that you use your gifts, but a lot of us don't always realize what our gifts are because we're trying to do a million and one things at one time. Or sometimes you know what your gifts are, but you want them to grow. You want them to develop with you, but they can't because you're focused on about three to four or five different things. What would happen if you committed to just one skill, growing one gift? Maybe you're a singer, but you're trying to focus on singing, live performance, songwriting, going to the studio, working on an album, touring. You're trying to focus on all of it together. You can give singing the one thing that you actually want to do, the attention it deserves. Maybe you're giving it the, the attention it deserves, but you're getting caught up in the reasoning or in the intention. And you're making singing about being the best singer or singing better than other people. But right now, you know, you feel like you're maybe a stronger storyteller. So find a way to use your singing to be a stronger storyteller. What could happen if you took being the best singer off the table and just focused more on telling a story with your voice? 
using your voice to tell a story. We are all people and we're all equal and everyone has something. And, you know, we can all, you know, become successful with skills that are ours or things that are not or things that we're taught or whatever. But I feel like you make the biggest impact when you use the things you were actually born with, the things that are in you to share. Albert Einstein said, try not to become a man of success, rather become a man of value. Another thing that I've learned in studying successful people and studying my mentors and teachers and people that I deeply admire and learn from is learning that all of them, all of them successful people, you know, they don't focus on becoming successful. They find a problem to solve. So maybe piggybacking off the first segment, once you identify whatever your skill or gifts are, your gift or gifts with the nest are, find a problem to solve. Find a problem that is personal to you. Find a problem that you can never grow tired or weary of trying to find, you know, trying to solve or help people with. What is that thing? You know, when I think about myself, I have quite a few, but one of the many that comes to mind is finding a way to connect with people who are suffering, people who struggle with suffering, people who struggle with sharing their feelings, people who struggle with, you know, knowing that they matter, people who struggle with feeling like they're enough, people who struggle with self-esteem, low self-worth. I struggle with people who cannot, who struggle with summoning forth the best of themselves, people who may not uh, know how to move past you know, some very dark and hurtful, damaging experiences. You know, and my goal, my intention is to use my skills, to use my gifts to connect with those people because I know what it feels like to be a black sheep. I know what it feels like to, you know, be in an environment where people feels like your pain and your hurt, your agony is an inconvenience, your agony and your sadness is a symbol of weakness that is something that no one has time for you know i know how it feels to talk to people and share your pain and agony with them and want them to empathize with you or to you know even sympathize with you so you know and having a lot of those experiences my goal whether it's as a podcaster as a musician as a writer as an artist you know as whatever is to make the world a better place for people who struggle and suffer that way. We have so many people out here that, you know, are going through so many different things, but no one knows, no one's taking, you know, there's some, uh, such a great lack of compassion in the world these days because everyone internalizes the understanding that everybody's hurting, everybody's in pain, everybody's suffering, so get over it. That's a part of it. So no one deserves to feel special. No one's pain is more important than the other. No one's pain is more important than another. But we have to get better at being compassionate with each, with each other and respecting each other's feelings. You know, talking to a friend and knowing that and you speak to them, this person is hurt somewhere. And sometimes the person may not be aware of that, but using your abilities to solve a problem, 
I've learned for myself that one of the best ways to build self-esteem is to live a life that makes you proud, is to do things that make you proud, because as you do things that make you proud, you build your self-esteem, you expand your capacity to create better results, you expand your capacity to do that thing with more ease because you're putting more and more time into it because you're becoming more consistent. When I first started this podcast, it was so much of a struggle. I was so nervous, a struggle with nerves and different things like that. Nowadays, it's just press the button, let's record, let's jump in. You know what I mean? It's also something that I'm very, very proud of, something that makes me feel good. I've also had a nice handful of people who have had comments and remarks about the podcast and being very heartfelt and being very open and transparent and you know what i'm saying it's something that really touches you on the inside when you know that you've made a difference when your art when your work when your contribution is beginning to you know affect people when it's beginning to take notice when it's beginning to extend far beyond you when it's living a life beyond you when it's touching people when you're not even around and just that kind of thing is magical and i think we all deserve to have that kind of relationship with our magic with our art with our capabilities so i say again find something find something that you can solve find an issue you know maybe you're tired of police brutality and people doing this and that and you know you just walk around with so much anger find a way to put that into something constructive and creative you know maybe it's some type of workshop or something like that that you know you can use to educate teenagers or young uh, african-american youth on how to navigate in that situation or maybe it's something to give them an escape or recess away from that harsh reality but use whatever it is that you have use your skills and talents to solve a problem and you'll know when you found the right problem because you'll never get tired of exploring it. E.M. Gray said, the successful person has the habit of doing the things failures don't like to do. They don't like doing them either necessarily, but their disliking is subordinated to the strength of their purpose. One of my biggest inspirations and you know, mentors is Jim Rohn. You know what I mean? He inspires me so much. And you know, one of the things he says all the time is that you gotta be willing to burn the midnight oil. You gotta be willing to do the things other people aren't willing to do. You got to know that when it comes to pursuing success, when it comes to pursuing a life of purpose, when it comes to, you know, being in the top 5%, top 1%, or whatever it is you're after, you are going to have to pick up the slack for people, for unsuccessful people. You know, there are, you know, people who may want to lose 100 pounds by the end of this year. And, you know, in a healthy man, in a healthy way, too. And it's already July, so that leaves them five months. And everybody's probably, you know, everybody's probably thinking, if I do that, I'm going to have to do this, do this, do that, do this, do this, do that. But, you know, there are a few people always in the bunch where I know everybody's going to, you know, flake out because everybody's not going to want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I think about last year during the wintertime, I joined a, uh, 
a, a group that, you know, get steps, you know, get your steps and all that stuff. And I could join the group like that and in like a Google app or something like that. And, you know, at the end of each day, you can only a certain amount of steps that you can get. And I joined the group pretty late. And, you know, I figured I want to get ahead because they have an order, you know. And, and I was like in 26th place out of like maybe 53 people. And I wanted to start making my way towards the top. And in order to start doing that, you know, when 12 o'clock midnight comes, you start back over and you're able to start getting your steps. And for like maybe a month, I would get up at midnight and go out in the middle of the cold to get additional steps just so I can jump leaps and bounds ahead of my competition. And everybody used to wonder like, how did you do that? How did you do that? How did you catch up so quick? And it was that thing of, I know everybody else wouldn't have been willing to go out in the cold, you know, in 20, 30, 20, you know, team temperatures and stuff like that. Everybody wasn't willing to go out in the cold and, and get it the way I wanted to get it because I was willing to do what everybody else wasn't willing to do. I was able to get ahead. You know, when it comes to success, creating a life that you want, living intentionally, designing the life that you want, the decisions that you're making right now, the person that you are right now, he, she, or they are preparing the life you're going to live five years from now. The decisions that you're making right now will affect the life you're going to be living in 2027. You know that? So if you've been messing up, if you've been like slacking off, you need to pull it together because so many of us are like we get older and we find ourselves living lives we didn't want to, we don't want to be living. We're hanging around people that we don't want to be hanging around. We're still, you know, working at jobs, the kind of jobs we don't want to be working at. You know what I mean? In five years, I'm going to be 37. And by 37, I want to be financially free. I will be financially free. I have a bunch of different goals for myself. And one thing I do know is that living the way I want to live today will set the tone for tomorrow. Chasing success is knowing that your chances are good, just as good as anybody else. Is knowing that you matter. Is knowing that you probably come from this background or you know humble beginnings or you know extreme poverty or whatever like that. But you are your own person. You happen to be the offspring of your mother and your father, but you don't have to do what they did. Maybe you came from a situation of drug abuse and all types of just you know what I'm saying moving from home to home, foster care, very impossible, painful past and living conditions but knowing that you're an adult now you get to decide who you are today you get to decide who you'll be tomorrow you get to decide what your personality can be like now maybe you've always been gruff and aggressive and mean and stuff like that because you know you've always had lots of siblings or you've always been around lots of people and you want to show them you weren't the pushover but maybe you're in a place in your life now where you like your job and, you know, it's more peaceful, it's more chill. And you realize, I don't have to walk around with that residual baggage of being mean. I can be kind if I want to. I can, you know, have a, have a sweeter attitude. I can be kind. I can be a better person. I can offload some of that baggage. The beautiful thing about humans that, you know, set us apart from dog, uh, animals is that you get to decide who you want to be, you get to be who you want to be. You have a subconscious, you have a mechanism inside of you that will guide you and guide the way and show you when you're messing up, show you when it's right, show you the things you need to be aware of and the whole shit, bam. But you have to trust yourself and use your resources. 
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment of this episode. Here in this segment, you know, we get raw and we get down to the details. We get down to the nitty gritty and we just want to keep it funky because I think that's what y'all deserve. So let's jump in. The first letter is E. Embrace. Embrace your gifts. You have gifts that you have no idea about. And the gifts that you do, you have no idea how large they can become, the magnitude that they're capable of growing to, the way you can touch the world and affect people with the magnitude of the gifts that you have. You just have to believe. You just have to be disciplined. You have to be willing to focus on one thing. I think I heard Stormy Wellington say, focus is, you know, uh, focusing on one course until it's successful or something like that. You have to be willing to focus on one thing and be self-disciplined. Start getting good at one thing. You'll learn that as you improve at one thing, you'll pick up nuances and tools and different, you know, thing details along the way that will help you grow in other skills. Sometimes when you're growing in one skill, you know, that skill may have branches that may be connected to other things that you do. And you can start growing in other things at the same time that you're growing in this one thing you're focusing on. You know, especially my, and this is me speaking to me, you know, but you, we focus so much on so many different things because we want to improve at everything at the, at the same time. And most times we're not able to do that because we're doing it for the wrong reason. And we can't give that one thing we really excel at the attention that it deserves. It's better to be, uh, to dig one hole that's a hundred feet deep than 10, that's 10 feet deep. I don't know who that quote came from, but it made sense to me. You have to be willing to put yourself in a position to use your talents. You have things here that are easy, that come naturally to you, that you understand, you know, very personally. Those are your powers, though. That's your magic. That is a thing that you're supposed to change the world with. Use that. Tap into that. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that the more you are successful, the more you do things that make you proud, the more you will develop your self-esteem, the more you like yourself, the more you start to realize what you're capable of. You start to get more comfortable asking for bigger and better things. You start to take more risks. You start to trust yourself more. And as you start to trust and like yourself more, you really take the glass ceiling off of life and and you really get to explore what's possible in this thing for you. You don't get held up with all that doubt, guilt, shame, and mystery. You get to really explore what you are worth. When I think about myself and with this podcast, like I started this podcast in the first week of September, I think September 3rd last year, and I've been producing episodes and recording episodes and, you know, since then, nonstop. Now, knowing that I can be consistent with a craft, that I can be consistent with something, that I can be disciplined, that I can adhere to deadlines, that I can adhere to 
you know, a process and I can trust the process and all that, that sets the tone for other things that I'm capable of doing. I no longer have the privilege of being lazy and not being responsible because I've shown myself that when I commit to something that I like or something that I love, I will be successful. My life has changed tremendously since I've started this podcast. You know what I mean? I, I told y'all before that I actually started working again a while back and I'm making really, really good money and lots of other opportunities that I, I can't mention yet, but lots of other different opportunities have been emerging in my life and it has been crazy and I'm very confident that it's tied to me doing something that I love and being consistent about it. You know, committing to this podcast has allowed me to Will you know, refine, reform and refine a whole new frequency for myself. And in refining a whole new frequency for myself, I attract similar things that are just as productive to the podcast. And I've attracted people, I've attracted opportunities, I've attracted situations that are, that are setting me up for greater success. And you can do the same thing. You just want to have to be patient. And two, you have to exercise your values. Lastly, A, accept. Accept that in order for you to experience what Lisa Nichols calls privileged circumstances, you are going to have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to be willing to sweat. You may have to be willing to bleed, but you're going to have to be willing to do what other people are not doing. Wanting it. Badly enough isn't going to be enough. You're going to have to take action. You know, I read in the book that action is your beliefs in motion. So you can want it badly enough, but if you're not taking action to make the thing happen, you don't believe that. Or it's not a conviction there. It's not strong enough to believe. But your actions are your beliefs in motion. So take that back with you and figure out what it is that you need to believe, who it is that you need to be. And then figure out what actions you need to take to complement being that person or having those beliefs and be consistent with it until those things become autonomous, until they become a part of you. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to do a part three of this episode. I told y'all we're in the midst of doing series and stuff like that because I want to explore and mix things up. So tomorrow we're going to be doing part three of Pursuit of Success, so you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and or rating. Let me know what you think about this episode or what you think about this series. I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. Or better yet, let me say this, I am strong. I am enough, I am wise, and I am tough. Another affirmation I want to leave you with, all that is possible is possible for me. One more time, all that is possible is possible for me. One more time, all that is possible is possible for me. Thank you again for listening. Later.